Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 46, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, and I hope you had a fun weekend, but we are back and we are rolling into week 10. Yep, rolling like a big old round bale of hay. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great Dave. Yesterday evening, I went out stargazing. Oh, do you mean stargazing, right? Looking at the stars? Uh, no, Dave. Star grazing. It's eating grass outside at night, you know, under the stars. Okay, I see. So that's fun? Yeah. You know, grass tastes a little bit different when you're star grazing. It has a slight silvery zing to it. Okay. Okay. Well, it's Monday today, Marvin. So do you know what that means? Oh, of course I do, Dave. It's recap day. What have we heard? The Bible said, let's remember... It's Recap Day. Okay, Dave, I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Okay, so God made the world, but then we had the fall. Sure, then we had the flood. We had Noah and the rainbow. Then Abraham, God's covenants and circumcision. That's right. Then came Isaac, who was almost sacrificed, but he grew up and married Rebecca. Yeah, then they had Jacob and Esau. Jacob tricked Esau, and then he had to run away. Yep, okay, so Jacob had 12 sons, and one of them, Joseph, annoyed his brothers, so they sold him off to Egypt. Oh yeah, and then he got thrown into prison, but later, by interpreting Pharaoh's dreams, he ended up in charge of all of Egypt. That's right, so eventually he would bring the whole family down to Egypt, where they'd have enough food to eat. Okay, yeah. So they're there for 400 years, but the Egyptians treated them badly. Yep, so then comes Moses, and God appears to him in the burning bush and sends him to Pharaoh. Yeah, but Pharaoh says no, and God sends ten plagues. So the Israelites are saved from the last plague, the death of the firstborn, by taking the blood of a lamb and smearing it on their doorposts. And they eat a special meal, the Passover, and they'll eat it every year to remember how God saved them. Okay, yeah, so they leave, they cross the Red Sea, Pharaoh's army are swept away. Yep, and then they go out into the desert, and they complain about no bread, no meat, and no water, but God provides manna, quail, and water from a rock. Hey, we did it. Good work, Dave. Yeah, we're getting pretty good at that, huh? We are. Okay, so, well, we'd better get to our reading today. The Israelites have been out in the desert for three months now. Yeah, complaining about stuff. Well, yes, they've done quite a bit of that, but now God is going to come and visit them in a very special way. Okay, great. Yeah, so, so who's reading today? Well, today it's our friend Margaret. Oh, hi, Margaret. Hello. Today's reading is from Exodus, chapter 19, verses 1 to 25. Exactly three months after the people of Israel left Egypt, they came to the desert of Sinai. After they started out from Rephidim, they entered the desert of Sinai. They camped there in the desert in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God. The Lord called out to him from the mountain. He said, Here is what I want you to say to my people who belong to Jacob's family. Tell the Israelites, You have seen for yourselves what I did to Egypt. You saw how I carried you on the wings of eagles and brought you to myself. Now obey me completely. Keep my covenant. If you do, then out of all the nations you will be my special treasure. The whole earth is mine, but you will be a kingdom of priests to serve me. You will be my holy nation. That is what you must tell the Israelites. So Moses went back. He sent for the elders of the people. He explained to them everything the Lord had commanded him to say. All the people answered together. They said, We will do everything the Lord has said. So Moses brought their answer back to the Lord. The Lord spoke to Moses. He said, I am going to come to you in a thick cloud. The people will hear me speaking with you. They will always put their trust in you. 
Then Moses told the Lord what the people had said. The Lord said to Moses, Go to the people today, and tomorrow set them apart for me. Have them wash their clothes. Have the people ready by the third day. On that day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai. Everyone will see it. Put limits for the people around the mountain. Tell them, Be careful that you do not go near the mountain. Do not even touch the foot of it. Whoever touches the mountain must be put to death. Do not lay a hand on any of them. Kill them with stones or shoot them with arrows. Whether they are people or animals, do not let them live. They may go near the mountain only when the ram's horn gives out a long blast. Moses went down the mountain to the people. After he set them apart for the Lord, they washed their clothes. Then he spoke to the people. He said, Get ready for the third day. Don't lie with a woman. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning. A thick cloud covered the mountain. A trumpet gave out a very loud blast. Everyone in the camp trembled with fear. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God. They stood at the foot of the mountain. Smoke covered Mount Sinai, because the Lord came down on it in fire. The smoke rose up from it like smoke from a furnace. The whole mountain trembled and shook. The sound of the trumpet got louder and louder. Then Moses spoke, and the voice of God answered him. The Lord came down to the top of Mount Sinai. He told Moses to come to the top of the mountain. So Moses went up. The Lord said to him, Go down and warn the people. They must not force their way through to see the Lord. If they do, many of them will die. The priests approach the Lord when they serve him, but even they must set themselves apart for the Lord. If they do not, his anger will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people can't come up Mount Sinai. You yourself warned us. You said, Put limits around the mountain. Set it apart as holy. The Lord replied, Go down. Bring Aaron up with you. But the priests and the people must not force their way through. They must not come up to the Lord. If they do, his anger will break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. Thanks, Margaret. Okay, so so Dave, this is this holiness stuff that we've been talking about before, huh? It is, Marvin. God's going to come down onto the mountain in this special way in this cloud, and so it's set apart. It's special. The people in their sinfulness can't just treat it like any other normal mountain. They can't just walk up the mountain to see God if they feel like it. They have to do special washing even to be close to it. And if they ignore what God says and they do try to push through this cloud that God is in, well, then he says they'll die. You know, Dave, in a way, I think it's kind of sad. I mean, God had rescued the people from Egypt, but, well, they're still separate from him. Ah, you're getting it, Marvin. It's why the fall back in the Garden of Eden was such a terrible thing. It separated us from the God who loves us. It didn't change his love. It just put this big gap between us and him, the gap that we call sin. Now, on Mount Sinai, because the people couldn't go to God, Moses would act as their mediator between God and the people. Mediator? Mm, Dave, I do not know what that word means. I know what a radiator is. Is it like that? Uh, no, Marvin, it's not. But look, here comes Professor. It's Professor Ah, Professor, it's good to see you. I was just explaining how Moses was the mediator between God and the people. Ah, yes, I see. (laughs) So, the mediator, well, it's like a go-between. 
If you had two people and they had fallen out, and so they did not want to talk with each other, well, then a mediator would talk to one and, and then go and talk to the other one and take messages back and forth and, well, he'd try to put things right, yeah? Okay, yeah. Now, it's not like God has fallen out with us. Well, well, no, not like people fall out. We get angry with each other and we have fights. But no, not like that. But you see, our sin, well, it had ruined the relationship. It, it, it meant we couldn't just be close to God like we could before, you see? Uh-huh. Uh, yes, so now, with our sin, we need a mediator, a go-between. Okay, I get it. So, Moses went between God and the people when they couldn't go by themselves. That's all right. Thanks for the help, Professor. No, no problem, Dave. Happy to help. <laughs> so, Dave, well, I have sin. Do I need someone like Moses to be my mediator? That's a good question, Marvin. But no, we don't need a prophet like Moses because, well, Jesus came to be our mediator. Because he dealt with our sin, we don't need someone else to go to God for us. Jesus put things right between us and God. And so in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16... It tells us that now we can approach God's throne ourselves with confidence. Oh, wow, that's great. It is. So today, boys and girls, thank God that we're not separated from him. We don't have to stay away from his holiness like the Israelites did, but we can go right to God with all our prayers. We can approach his throne with confidence. What a privilege that is. Oh, wow, it really is. Hey, yeah, thanks, Dave. Okay, well, look, that's us definitely out of time for today, so we had better say goodbye, Marvin, and we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.